Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Kathy Broxton. This is the LUTG radio show on LUTGradio.com. WKKP digital broadcasting. Amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. That there is the truth. Amen. That is the truth, beloved. I think I got this thing all the way up. Nope, I didn't. Amen, amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. And God loves us above everything. Amen. We ain't to swear by anything. We just know that God loves us. Hallelujah. Amen. He loves us like his dear son, Jesus, his only begotten one. With that being said, we're going to open up with prayer. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. And uh, I'm hoping we'll laugh some a lot, a little, a lot, a lot. I don't know if I'll be funny today, but I just believe every, every day today is going to be a good day. And I pray that my prayers that we'll have more laughter than sorrow, than tears. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. So, Father God, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. We just thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. We thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We thank you, Lord God, for our hope. We thank you, Lord God, for being the just God in our life, the one and only God. We thank you, Jehovah God, for uh, giving us your, giving us salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, for making your home in us and Jesus making his home in us. And we making our home and, um, we may, and we each make our home in you, in the each of you. We thank you, O heavenly father, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We thank you, Lord God, that you have not given us a spirit of fear nor a spirit of sickness, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We thank you, Lord God, for you said to say, I am healed. Amen. And we receive our healing. I thank you, Lord, for you alone are worthy. In the name of Jesus, amen. I just got, when you say, I am healed, that is the rebuke. Glory to God. Because when God pierces the darkness with his light, his glory, the darkness is no more. He don't tell the darkness, go away. No, he steps right into it and uh, it's pierced. It's done away with. It's like turning on a light when you go into a dark room and you flick the light on. You don't say, darkness, go away. You turn the light on and the darkness goes away. So that's how you live your life. Live your life by the light, the glory of God, by the word of God. And darkness will go away. It'll flee. Resist the enemy and he shall flee from you. That means stand on the word of God. That's the whole armor of God. That's the whole armor of God. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. That is the armor of God. I put my mouth, accidentally bumped my mouth on this thing. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. You are wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Every morning, call yourself some kind of beautiful. Amen. Look, I got beautiful. I got a beautiful smile. My eyes are gorgeous. Most importantly, I am saved in the name of Jesus. My soul is beautiful. Mind, will, emotions, imagination, consciousness. My soul is filled with the joy of the Lord. My soul is redeemed and filled with the joy of the Lord. My soul is redeemed and filled with the joy of the Lord. My soul is redeemed and filled with the joy of the Lord. Hey, hey. Eh, eh, eh. My soul is redeemed and filled with the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> to God be the glory. Amen. We got to see being redeemed and being saved uh, by the blood of Jesus. You always have something good to say about yourself. So then, don't ever tell yourself, well, I can't think of nothing good. You save. Amen. You save. Let's start right there. You save. Hey, 
<laughs> you say, you say, put it like this. When it comes to talking to some little filly that you want to talk to, you come up with something. You think about, okay, I'm a good guy. Uh, I'm, I'm this, I'm this. You like, you know, I'm a nice woman. I'm a nice girl. I'm a nice woman. I'm a nice person. And I do this for my, for my family, for my brothers, for my neighbors, my friends. I'm a good friend. And you thinking about, you know, how can you present yourself to him and whatnot? And so let me tell you this. Don't worry about presenting you in your flesh. Uh-uh. Present Jesus. When you present the love of God. Oh my goodness. Woo. God will start moving on your behalf and speaking to you and to that person. If that's the right one for you, or if you're supposed to be in their life at that particular time, he will begin to speak to them and tell them, this is your husband. Or he'll say, this is not your husband, or this is not your wife, but this will be a good friend. Or this will be a person that will be in your life for a season, and you're here to bless them. And the funny thing is, he'll tell each one of you, well, this is not your spouse, but you're here to bless them. He's going to bless you and she, and, and you're going to bless him, but, but y'all going to be friends like brothers and sisters. That'll happen. <laughs> and he tells both of you that so that you'll be in agreement so that one won't try and get all romantical with the other one, but you'll just see one another as a brother and sister, like a cousin or something like, what's up, bro? What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you ain't got to be all masculine with some dude, you know, that's your brother. Um, but you just treat them just like, you know, like you would Jesus. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the show. All you folks that just tuned in. God bless you. Jesus loves you, beloved. Amen. 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 Uh, for any witches out there that are watching, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. All right. Um, don't put any spells up on me. Don't speak none of that stuff towards me because I don't want you to get hurt. All right, because the word of God says, I'll bless those that bless thee and curse those that curse thee. So if you speak a curse over me, then you're actually cursing yourself. All right. If you try and speak a curse on me, you end up cursing yourself. And I love y'all. Amen. Why? Yeah, some people are like, well, why you love witches? I don't love witchcraft. I love the people. I love the person. You know, because you can love people without loving the crazy things that they do. So we're called to love our neighbors and neighbors are the ones that are unsaved. Bam, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suggest you let you put down that witchcraft because if, if it ain't tried to hurt you by now, it's going to try because that's it. That's the enemy. All right. So there you go. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And we are about to put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. What are we going to do real, real quick? 60 seconds of praise. Woohoo! Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord God, for thou art worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Father God, say it, say it. You are my strength and my hope. You ain't got to say exactly what I say. Say what comes to mind. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for leading me in the way to go, for leading me to the LUTG radio show. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for waking me up refreshed this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for my sweet sleep last night. Thank you, Lord God, for you giving me water to drink and food to eat, a nice, clean place to stay. You pay, you, you help me to pay the rent. You make sure the rent is paid. When I say help to pay, I mean you give me the money and I pay it. I thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy. I thank you, Lord God, for your strength and for your love. You heal my whole body. I thank you, Lord God. You love me unconditionally. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for thou art worthy. You give me a praise in my mouth, oh Father. Thank you, Lord God, for speaking through me. Amen. 60 seconds of praise. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We are um we're gonna put on the whole armor of God. Now y'all know where verse, which scripture did we go to first every day? Every day. Luke 2445. Luke 2445. So go ahead and hit me up. Come on, let's get on over there. We're getting on. We are I'm using King James Version. Now, if you want to use another version, that's cool. It may be a little longer, a little bit shorter, whatnot, but I'm using King James just so you can read along with me. Amen. 
and uh, you won't be like, what word did she say? That word ain't in my Bible. That's because you're not in King James Version. Not the new King James, the regular King James. All right? All right, then. Um, it says, uh, and we're going to use King James unless I say otherwise for right now. All right? All right. So here we go. King James, uh, Luke 24, 45 says, Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Glory to God. Amen. Now move with me to the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter six. Amen. I'm, um, uh oh. All right, so I'm on uh, Ephesians chapter six. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against um, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. All right, y'all, go with me to the book of Numbers. The book of Numbers. I'm in the book of Numbers, chapter 6. The book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24. It says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. It says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far uh, from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals 
in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waste her to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper in every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment. Thou shalt condemn. Uh, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. My light went out. Oh, that's because it fell down. All righty then. Glory to God. Amen. 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 It's over here somewhere. Hallelujah. There we go. All right. <laughs> Everything kind of went like off. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So we got, we got everything. Everything is everything. We got everything. All right. So, um, today's show is Tuesday. T T T Tuesday. It's Tuesday. All right, so um, today I want to talk about. I, I was just I was thinking about just letting the scriptures just talk, do the talking for me. Uh, we're on uh uh, what's it? Are you listening to lutgradio.com WKKP Digital Broadcasting? That's what I was gonna say. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, we are um, um, we're on Anchor uh FM Anchor FM um YouTube. Twitter, Twitch, Trovo, and uh, Mob Crush. Mob, yeah, Mob Crush. All right. Um, as well as LUTGradio.com, the radio station, as well as the TV portion. All right. So, um, and today we want to talk about life, baby. Every day we talk about life, right? And so um, I want to talk to you about blessings and cursings. That's what I really want to talk to you about. Blessings and curses. I'm always trying to uh, help you to get better at life, right? Because I want you to be, I want you to be blessed. I always talk about my little nieces and my little nephews. Uh, I grew up with them. Uh, my little nephews in particular, uh, because they were kind of like the first ones. And uh, one of them had passed away. Um he was, he was just sickly and I didn't, I wasn't saved at the time. So I didn't know that I could have healed him. Cause I tell you, had I, had I known back then that I could have healed him. Oh goodness. He'd be around today. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, he with Jesus though. He in heaven. When babies pass away, they go to heaven. Um, when, uh, I believe I don't, I know children do go to heaven. Um, and it does require that they have not, uh, knowingly sold their soul to hell, to the devil. So if you out there, don't sell your soul to the devil. Don't give yourself over. Some of y'all have been tricked or beguiled into, uh, selling your soul because your family members are in it. And because you love your Pam, your family and whatnot so much, you do what they do. That's because kids do what do kids do what they see their big brothers do their big sisters do or their family members, mama, daddy, mama, daddy play baseball. You want to play baseball. Mama is a ballerina. You want to be a ballerina until you find something else that interests you. And so, <laughs> um, and so sometimes that's how people get hooked up hooked into that stuff because they see, you know, older people that they respect and love doing it. And so they figure, well, they seem okay. So I, <laughs> I guess it's okay. <clears throat> um, Satanism is never okay. Satanism, witchcraft, uh, all that other stuff that, uh, uh, cause you problems and hurt and harm and damn your soul to hell. Ain't none of that. Okay. Being an atheist, not okay. People are allowed to do it because it's a part of their free will. So I'm not telling you that you don't have the free will to do it. I'm telling you that it's going to, it's going to send you to hell. That's what I'm telling you. So, I mean, I'll fight every day for your right to be an atheist for your right to be a Satanist. I'll fight for you every day. Cause if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. I don't want you doing it around me, but that's what you want to do. Then that's what you want to do. I'm gonna need like 50 feet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> put it like this. 
you are above Satan. So I, I still don't understand why people worship Satan when they are above him. They got more power than he does. He just used intimidation and psychological uh, trash to make you think that he's higher than you. But he ain't. <laughs> Y'all can cash that at the bank for show. I ain't, I ain't even playing. Y'all can pick, y'all can cash that at the bank. You, you people out there that practice Satanism and y'all bowing down to that thing, y'all higher than he is. <laughs> you want to know why? I told you this before. Because you made in the image of the most high God. You are made in God's image. That makes you higher. <laughs> higher and more powerful. No joke. No joke. Mm-mm-mm. no joke that is the real deal bro amen amen i just thought i'd tell y'all that so we're talking about blessings and curses amen go to genesis chapter uh 12 Ooh. y'all know every morning i need to get my little sneeze in um get the flame up out my throat Usually I can do it right as soon as I, as usually, you know, it's good as soon as I wake up, bam. But, uh, sometimes, uh, it takes a minute. Woo. Glory to God. Amen. 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 I'm getting, I get a lot of posts as I'm going throughout this thing. Yeah. I figure if all you people that are sending me posts and whatnot and, and messages, y'all can come on and listen to the show and come on and contribute or something, you know, contribute, share the link, uh, bless people some pray for people <laughs> ah, i love and appreciate y'all i really do all right so i'm in genesis chapter 12 verse 1 it says now the lord has said unto abram get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that i will show thee And I will make thee of a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now, interesting, it says, and in thee, meaning in you, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now he's talking about Abraham. And, um, He basically said, look, Abraham, I'll make you a father of nations. Look, um, now there was more folks there in the earth at the time that Abram became Abraham. And uh, he's like, yo, you going to be my great, you going to be my great nation. Amen. You going to be my chosen people, Abraham. And so God set it up that. He wasn't gonna tolerate no more cursing. So he's, he's when he's when he speaks a thing, that's what it is. And so um Abram, who became Abraham, trained up all his people in that I will bless that God will bless those that bless thee and curse those that curse of thee, which is why people seek to do good, right? But it's kind of hard to do to give a good blessing when you um are not saved. Why is that? Because you may think of a thing that is good, but in the it sometimes it'll come with a hook, which is called a caveat. And so, like for example, there's this lady in church, and these people would come up and give her gifts, right? They'd be like, Oh, you know, I bought something for you. I just wanted to uh just wanted to bless you. And you know, at first we all thought, okay, that's cool, that's nice, that's nice. And then uh they they instead of just giving the gift as like a lovely gesture, they went, Well, this is a seed planet. You gotta give me <laughs> for this gift. <laughs> so every time this person would come up to them and give them a gift, they would require that this woman give them money. So essentially they wasn't giving her a gift. They were selling stuff to her, which is what they should have just said at the the beginning. Look, I'm selling some stuff. I got me a little online store or 
I got me a store in my house and I'm selling some stuff. Come on over and see what you like and buy some stuff. I'm trying to earn some money. That's what they should have said. And that would have been legit and people would have understood that. But instead they started. <laughs> and it wasn't one person. This was I saw multiple people do these things to different people, right? And I'm like, okay, well, I prayed about it and I was like, Lord God, reveal the truth because that don't seem right to me. But other people were saying, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, such and such. I was like, I was like, but man, y'all seem to be cutting, you making your circle too small. You you giving to one another and then they getting get money from one another, but you're not giving outside the church. You're not going to put in the gospel in the community, in the church. And then you asking the people that you give something to to give you the harvest. That ain't the way it works. And so I'm like, unless God tells them to do that, that ain't the way it works. You you feel me? Cause he may say, okay, look, so-and-so is gonna come up. I told so-and-so is gonna come up here. And when they come up here and they give you this thing, give them that. But that that's the only time you do that. And and or if you see somebody in need, you give them something, you know what I'm saying? But you don't go around giving somebody and expect and say, yo, you gotta pay me for this. You that's that's a curse. That's a curse because you're telling them, uh, if you don't give me this, then I'ma just I'm gonna I'm harass you till you give me this. It's basically like bullying somebody. You ever had your you ever been in school and some some bully some big kid takes a little kid's lunch money. That's essentially what they're doing. Give me your lunch. Give me your lunch money. And so uh, <laughs> the pastor had to correct them on that. When He didn't know what was going on. Because <laughs> he's so busy. He was busy traveling and getting the gospel out and blessing people. And then he found out that one person started talking to one person about the wrong way of giving. They were giving selfishly. And uh, they went and turned a whole group of people and pastor had to go and restore them and get and give them the word so they can go, wait a second, let me shake this off because that ain't right. And so, because they were charging people for gifts a good gift giver don't charge people for the gift that they're giving. Okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you this. The, the whole mentality was a hustler's mentality because a hustler, a hustler don't never give you nothing for free. They always want something. That's, that's like a drug dealer mentality. I grew up around drug dealers. And they'll tell you, don't accept nothing from nobody out in the street, all right? Because it's always going to be something, a caveat. There's always going to be something that they want. Ain't nothing for free. There's always going to be something. And so they would take that mentality and bring it into the church and act like, you know, little pimps in the church. And the pastor had to go, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't, we don't do that here. We don't do that here. That's like charging your kids to live in the house. Why? How are you going to charge your kids? To live in the house that you're supposed to provide and, and give to them a place, a clean, healthy place to sleep and food to eat and water to drink. Their job is to go to school. Their, their job is to keep their room clean and to learn and to, to do the gifts that God has put on the inside of them that they may be prosperous when they grow up. Because when they grow up, they may have to help you. You may not need their money, but you may need them to look out for you. I ain't saying that you're not going to be of sound mind and body because my prayer is that everybody be of sound mind and body. Amen. All the way through eternity. But you may need your kids when you get older. And so if you charging them now to live in your house and they like five, six years old, you charging them for whatever it is. This is just an example. I ain't saying this is true. I hope y'all ain't doing this. Let's say you charging a one-year-old to live in your house. A one-year-old can't even hold a, a one-year-old is just learning how to walk. A one-year-old is just learning how to walk. How are you going to charge a one-year-old, a five-year-old, a six-year-old money, or even a 10, 12, 13, 14, 15? How are you going to charge them money to live in the house that you, that got? Children are on loan to you. They don't owe you nothing. God gave them to you as a gift to love. They give unconditional love. 
proper love. They ain't supposed to have sex with you. They ain't supposed to be kissing you in the mouth. They ain't supposed to be your, your spouse. No. You mommy, you daddy, you auntie, uncle, grandma, grandpa, cousin, not kissing cousin. <laughs> when you bless those kids, that is sowing a seed of faith and love into them. And you will harvest that in your old age as well as throughout their life. Why? Because they will begin to bless you without you having to ask them. For example, they know that you like to keep the house clean or you feel better when the house is clean. So you're not going to even have to ask them to clean the house. They're going to clean the house. You train them in the way to go. They will clean the house. You ain't got to ask them. They just going to do it. Why? Because if you are blessing them, they want to bless you back. That's the reason why kids be working and trying to, or be trying to make stuff for Mother's Day, for your birthday, for Christmas or whatever, any holiday to come around. I want to bless mommy and daddy. Let me make them a picture. I made this with my own hands. <laughs> for real. For real. And so one of my little nieces, um, she was trying to give me a gift for Christmas. And it was a uh, it was a tablet. But um, somebody else in the family said, well, she already got a computer. I needed a new one, actually, because I was praying for one. And uh, I didn't tell her that. I was just praying to God. I was like, God, I really do need a tablet. I need a new tablet. And uh, one of the other people in the family said, well, she don't need that. She already got one. I'll take it. And they took it from her. And she's like, well, this is my money. I want to. But she was one of those young girls that was um, a bit submissive. And she didn't really want to stand up to authority in her life. And so I want to, I want you all to remember that you never have to submit to bad behavior. When you want to give a good gift that does not require the person to pay you. <laughs> that's a good gift when you're not asking people to pay you and you're not putting some tracker on their stuff. <laughs> And you're not trying to go through all that stuff. Um, when you give in a good gift, uh, you'll get blessed from it. Give good gifts. Don't don't be asking people to pay you for gifts. Don't be telling people, uh, in order to you, you like you invite somebody to dinner and then you charge them an entry fee. You invite somebody to dinner and then you tell them to stop over at KFC and go ahead and get you about $50 worth of food. Wait, wait, I thought you was cooking. How's, how's dinner? You invite me to dinner going to cost me $50. Just... <laughs> you could have stayed at home and ate for free. <laughs> it's different if you say, yo, man, we having a potluck. You want to bring something? <laughs> this is some of the stuff we want to have. This is some of the stuff people to bring in. Go with me to Mark chapter 12, verse 29 through 31. Oh my goodness. To God be the glory. 12, uh, Mark 12, 29 through 31. It says, and Jesus answered him. The first of all the commandments is hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God is one. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And uh, John 13, 34 to 35. And a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that they that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one to another. And why was he saying that? Because uh, that, that was Jesus talking. He was saying that because Jesus was, was at odds with those Pharisees. Jesus was at, was at odd with those Pharisees because those Pharisees did not believe that Jesus should be healing on the Sabbath. They didn't believe that uh, Jesus should be uh, feeding people. They didn't believe that Jesus should be healing anybody. Don't, don't you dare touch a dirty person. 
How dare you touch somebody laying in the street? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you touch somebody that needs healing for their eyes or their legs or they got leprosy? They need healing for their skin. How how dare you, Jesus? We're not doing that. You 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 should do what we do. And Jesus is like, yo, I'm the savior of the world. What do you mean? Do what you do. If I do what you do, they gonna they gonna go to hell because you going to hell. <laughs> he like Jesus. Jesus was just straight up with people. Your father is Satan. You telling these people they can't be healed, they can't be delivered, they can't be set free. What can they do? They can't believe on me. They can't believe on the Father. They gotta believe in you. Okay. Well, what can you do? What have you done for them lately? There was this one guy, his priest, this Catholic priest. He was kind of, to me, when I read the story, he seemed like a Pharisee. He was, uh, he was set up over this community. The community wasn't like a super rich community, but when, when people believe they will come together and get things done. Right. And so, um, he had collected $2 million. <laughs> it probably was more than that, but in this small community, he had collected, I say, $2 million plus because he had did $2 million worth of work on this house that they had gave him to live in. Instead of just living in it the way it was, he wanted it to be, you know, nice. <laughs> so he got beside himself and he took $2 million from the parishioners that the, from the offerings and tithes that they were given, and he used it on his house. <laughs> to make his house fancy. <laughs> Wait. Now, mind you, in communities, you got poor people. You got sick people. <laughs> you got people needing a rent pay. You got people needing some heat on for the winter. This dude sitting up in the lap of luxury off of those people's tithes and offerings, which are supposed to go back into the community to help those in need. And he... <laughs> He went and made himself a palace. Why am I telling you this? Don't do that. That's what I'm telling you. Don't take from, don't take what God's gift and go and prostitute it. Cause that's what he did. He took a blessing from the Lord. And instead of blessing the people, I will bless those that bless thee. You are blessed to be a blessing. He was supposed, he was blessed to be a blessing, but instead of blessing the, those that he was over and those that he was told to pray for those that he was set into, he was set there to pray for the people, to help them and lead them in the way to go. He led them into greed. Because I guarantee you, any young person or even an a, a older person that saw what he was doing and was kind of on the fence about faith, when they saw that, they thought, well, if he's stealing, I'm going to steal too. I guarantee you, if they saw that, that's what they were thinking. Well, look, he's a priest. Look what he's doing. Ain't nobody saying nothing. <laughs> so finally, God said something. He made sure that those in charge found out what this guy was doing. And so <laughs> just because somebody is doing something bad, that is not an open door for you to do the same thing. All right. When you see people doing wrong things and bad things, do not follow after them. Go the opposite direction. When you see somebody beating up on a kid, for their lunch money or because they don't like their face or they beating on their spouse. Don't do that. The society is trained to think that because you are abused as a child or you are abused, abused, you are abused by your spouse, then that that's the way you must be. And you are prone to be that way towards other people. Not so you get to decide who you are and who you want to be, who you will be. You get to decide. So don't say because, oh, I was abused as a child. That's the reason why I, I abuse people. No, you don't abuse people because you were abused as a child. If you were abused as a child, then you should, you should want to not do that to others. The problem is what you're experiencing is temptation. When people that are, are hurt will take somebody that's a, somebody that gets bullied a lot. 
this, for example, this this guy I went to school with. He used to get bullied a lot. I mean, without, it was just constant so much that me, my skinny, frail self that weighed about 80 pounds, he would ask me to walk with him home so he wouldn't get beat up because he figured they wouldn't beat up on a girl. And also I have a lot of brothers. (laughs) A lot of brothers that didn't mind fighting. (laughs) And I had a bunch of cousins that didn't mind fighting either. And I knew the church and I knew, I knew of the church and they knew of me, you know, it's like, Hey, how you doing? Whatever. And so, (laughs) um, and so yeah, I liked him because he was just a nice person. He was just a nice person. He was just, he was so kind to people. Cause, so I could not figure out why they always wanted to beat him up. He was just so kind to people, just really kind. And so I was like, okay, but I can't go much further than this because I was, I was commanded by my mother. You will not cross that street. That is a busy street. I don't want you crossing that street because people have gotten, kids have gotten hit crossing that street. So I didn't have permission to, I only had permission to go so far. And so I could watch him from where I was after, after he crossed the street, I could watch him go across and go down to his house. Um, but I had to go home because then, you know, I was by myself and I was only like a half a block from my house, but still I, I, I had to be, I had to be at home at a certain time. Otherwise she'd be on the porch calling my name. Where was you at? How come you was down there? La la la. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't do this every day. You know, I, I have to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> um, and so anyway, um, I could only go so far and also had to pay, you know, pay attention to my own self and protect myself. So, um, I'm minding my own business. And so, uh, he, he ended up, um, he got so tired of it that, uh, he went into the weight room at school and he bulked up like crazy. He is like, he bulked up overnight, but it wasn't overnight. It was probably like a year, a year, maybe a year and a half. He bulked up and he got like super strong. The next time I saw him, he was like, I was like, dude, what happened to you? He like, they don't bother me no more. I was like, I guess not. He was like, I got him. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right now. Oh my goodness. I was like, I am I'm so glad that things are better. You know, he's like, yeah. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm cool. And then for one moment he was trying to like talk to me like he was gonna hit it. And I'm like, no. You know, like, you know, and then and then it's just like something. I think God spoke to him. And God was like, nope. Because, uh, you know, he was busy doing some other things too. And but and so he just, he remembered, hold on, that's like my sister. That's like my sister. And so I was just, I just, you know, just pray for him. I, I really know how to pray, pray, but I would just, you know, keep praying for him. And he, he got people off of him. But so you want to, when you, as you are growing up and moving throughout life and going backwards and, you know, going from day to day to and fro, be kind to people. You don't have to beat up on people because you got beat up on. You don't have to uh, mistreat people because you were mistreated. That's an opportunity for you to be kind, even though people are not kind to you. And God will see your kindness and reward you for it. Now, you you would think, well, she, well, he bulked up and fought back because he didn't have the word. and we, I mean, he probably had the word, but... If you keep letting people punch you and beat you down, they're going to eventually hurt you to the point that you can't walk no more. And so he was trying to save his own life is what he was trying to do. And so, um, and for boys, sometimes it's a little bit different than for girls. Um, but there, there are similar things where girls get beat up on too. And sometimes you may have to fight back, but remember the battle is not the flesh. It's actually spiritual. So, when bullies come at you, it's not that they're trying to fight your flesh. They're really trying to fight the spirit that's on them. And um, they don't know to stand against the wiles of the devil. And so um, I want you to choose to do right. And Ephesians chapter two and eight 
uh, chapter two, verses eight and nine, it says, for by grace, you have been saved. Ye for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I apologize. I'm sorry. He, what he, he did go. He didn't know Jesus. He didn't know Jesus. My apologies. He didn't know Jesus. I was the one that did not get saved early on, but he did know Jesus. Um, but I, and so I think that's where his kindness came from. But again, he got tired of getting beat up. Like I say, he was a really nice person, but, um, not, but I mean, and so I want you to do is I want you to choose to do right. Cause when you do right by others, you won't, when you do right by you, meaning following God and loving with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and that don't make you a bully. That don't make you a punk or nothing like that. And defending yourself don't make you a bully. But what I want you to do is use the word first. All right. So I want you to be on the offensive instead of the instead of the defensive. So let's say, for example, offensive, let's say somebody swing at you like this. Right. Offensive is moving out of the way. Offensive is moving out of the way. You like what you just because somebody swing on you, that don't mean they get to land a punch. And so when you move out of the way, actually all that momentum that they had in their fist and in their body to hit you, it, it, it drops down to the ground and it exerts them. So basically one way you can win is exert them, move out the way, be off, be on the offense. And that way you're not always constantly on the defense. Cause I can't, I can, <laughs> it frustrates people when they cannot land a punch. They get so tired. They walk away. That's the same thing with the devil. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Why? Because he gets so tired of throwing punches and ain't none of them landing. Why? Because you ain't to give you an opportunity uh, to get saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to say yes to the Lord and no to everything else. Amen. Glory to God. So, um... If y'all want, I mean, look, whatever God tells me to do, that's what I'll do. All right. So the bet, if you write to me and you say, Kathy, I'm dealing with some stuff. Can you pray for me? I'll do it. If you write to me and say, Kathy, this is what's happening in my house. What do I do? Okay. I'm going to go seek out information and then I'll write you back. Uh, you might want to send me email cause I don't really have a whole bunch of money to be using stamps but I'll email you back. All right. I can even text you back. If you text the number, because if, if you go to lutgradio.com, there's a number at the top, uh, 858-848-6186. If you text that number, I can text you back. Um, it'll probably come as, as an email. Cause that's a Google phone number. Um, but the only thing I can do is, uh, I can, I'll end up talking to the police. I ain't gonna even lie. I'll be, this is what I normally do. I'll go get a preacher and I'll go get a police and I'll talk to the both of them and say, Hey, this is what's happening. What can we do? You know, see what I'm saying? Um, and so that, that's what I've always done my whole life. Um, getting a preacher, getting a police and figure out what we can do to help people. All right. So, um, cause that's how I was trained and that's what I know. And, um, that's what we want to do. And sometimes people, uh, just need money and food. And so for that, you know, there's different programs for that and whatnot. Uh, if I have it in my pocket, cool, I'll help. But most times, you know, money coming, amen, money coming, glory to God. And so most time I don't, the only thing I can do is give you from what's on my table. And so if I got it, you got it. If I'm eating, you, you can eat too. All right. Okay. So, uh, this is an offering of salvation. Uh, John three sixteen and 17 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, but you want to repeat this prayer after me, pardon me, repeat this prayer after me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. 
Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead and that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Amen. What do you do now that you're saved? Take authority over your life, over your body. If there's any sickness in your body, say, I rebuke that sickness. I am healed. Whatever the name of it is, rebuke it. I am healed. Just say, I am healed. I receive healing to my body. Amen. If it's somebody that's sick that you're praying for, if they're in a coma, record yourself because some of y'all got to work and go to school. Record yourself saying whatever they name me and say, let's say if their name is John, you say, John. You are healed. John, you are healed. And read Matthew chapter 6, verse uh, 9 through 10. It says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus says to say, say, I am healed. And so say, John, you are healed. And then say, John, say it. I say, I am healed. Now he in a coma, so he can hear. He can hear everything. Say, John, John, say, I am healed. You're like, oh, how do people in a coma talk? They think. Before you words come off of your lips, you thinking it. And so you say, say, I am healed. And you keep telling them, say, you are healed. When they wake up, say, I am healed. Amen. All the way through, they fully till they get fully reacclimated and everything. I am healed. Don't change that confession. Somebody come in and say, "I can't believe you're healed." Say, "Get out!" Until you start believing it, don't come around them. Why? Because doubt will send you back to the place where you was. Send you back to sickness. Don't go to sickness. Go to Jesus. Say, "I am healed." When you go to Jesus, you ain't got to be dead. You can be standing on your feet. Jesus, Hallelujah. Amen. Father God, I come to you through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Coming to God is submitting to the will of God. Amen. Say it. I am healed. All right. Take the 10-week foundation course. It's on the uh, website under the salvation tab. Read your Bible every day. And um, I thank you, Lord God, for providing, for, for providing each person with a church to go to, to learn from a pastor that's teaching the Holy Bible in spirit and in truth in the name of Jesus. Amen. And always continue taking authority over your life. All right. So I got some weird images. Um, I don't think that was y'all. I think that was like trying to confound me or something. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you what it is. Uh, wait, what was it? Okay. I saw something and it was something about a uncle. No, wait. I ain't going to give the titles. I ain't going to give the titles because that'll be confusing. Okay, so um, don't think that if one person did this to you, that the other one's going to do it too. All right? Don't think that. Like, for example, people in my house, in my family, they smoke. And I grew up around people that smoke. And they're crazy because some of them got asthma. I don't even understand that. Asthma, bronchitis, and yet they smoke, but they do. 
I don't smoke. I grew up around smokers, but I don't smoke at all. I don't smoke weed. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't do those wire cigarettes or chemical cigarettes that don't have no nicotine in it, but they get other chemicals that kill the brain. I don't smoke. I like myself. I just, <laughs> I don't smoke. I don't smoke, but people, I grew up around people that smoke. So just because you grew up in the same household, that don't mean that you're going to become what other people are in your household. I know the, I know you hear that as your environment is, that you what, that's what you'll become. No, it's as you submit to your environment, that's what you will become. So you get to change your atmosphere. So <laughs> if you are in an atmosphere where everybody around you is smoking, change your atmosphere. You know what the Jews do? They put, they get a cloth and they put it over their head and they pray. They make themselves a um, they make themselves a house over their head and they start praying. I got one of those things. I'll bring it out. I can use a towel. I can show you what a towel hit. They'll get a they'll get something a cloth, and they'll make themselves a little a little hut here. Look, I got a hole in, the, in this thing. I ain't trying to show you my hole. And they'll just put it over here and they'll just start praying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jehovah. I'm waiting for them to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know you came already. Okay. I know I'm tripping, but hey, look at that. Ain't no smoke getting in right there, right? You're like, Kathy, but I don't want to walk around with a towel on my head. You know what I'm saying? Just to get some space. The towel is a symbol. But see, your praise will act like a shell. Your praise and your worship unto God will act like a shell. So give, so just start giving God thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're like, well, what if they hear me praying? Say it within yourself. Say it within yourself. Like, just kind of mutter to yourself. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. If you don't want to say, if you don't want to utter no actual words with your physical mouth, your very first words are your thoughts. Thank it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a clean atmosphere. Go to another room. If everybody, if everybody, if everybody's smoking in the house, okay, well, thank you, Jesus. Lord God, I just thank you, Lord. You may need to go outside the house. Sometimes you need to go away. Sometimes you need to go away from the house. And so you thanking God. And as you thanking God, you're getting some fresh air, right? You're getting some fresh air, but God will cause that air to be clean. As you think, if you, while you are standing there, he'll cause that air to become clean. Why? Because he will start putting those cigarettes out as you thank him. He will put, so those cigarettes, just a representation of sin. He will start. He will start squashing that cigarette, putting it out. He will move you around all hurt, harm, and no danger. Now, whichever one is best for you, that's what he's going to do. So if putting out the cigarette is best for you, which means is he's taking away the temptation because it's a temptation that people are submitting to that's causing them to perform the sin. You heard? It's the temptation that people are submitting to that is causing them to perform the sin. All right? So why do they submit to temptation? Because they looked in the mirror and they forgot who they were. Why is that? Because they submitted to sin one too many times. One time is too many times. They became habitual sinners in that area. Cigarette smoking is just an example habitual sin when you do something multiple times it becomes a habit and a habit becomes a strong hold it's like being locked behind bars and all you got is a nail file to try and get yourself get your way out of that and it's a dull nail file you ain't getting out of that prison without the word of god all right so just because everybody around you is in prison that don't mean that you got to be in prison. All right? Thank you, Jesus. 
get free by saying, thank you, Jesus. Lord God, deliver me. Move me around our hurt, harm, and or danger, Father. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You heard? All right. All right. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the L-U-T-G Radio Show. You heard, amen, on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I want y'all to share the link with somebody, everybody. Um, come to the website, shop at the shop. I mean, that's how that's a that's 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 the money portion right there. If you shop, if you if you sponsor, if you uh give to the fundraiser, if you ain't got no money, that's that's all right. I understand. Then just pray, pray. If because you, you know maybe you're not able to share the link for whatever reason, no worries. Pray, God bless Kathy, bless her finances, Lord God, bless her finances, Lord God. Amen. Bless Kathy. There you go. Bless Kathy. That's two words. Well, three words. Jesus. Uh, four again. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless Kathy. Okay, so we go. Father God, Father God, in the name of jesus <laughs> bless kathy so it's less than 10 words <laughs> or you can just say bless kathy amen all right numbers chapter 6 verse 24 through 27 we're gonna bless you as you make your way to and fro as you make your way to them the lord bless thee and keep thee the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they should put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Go with God. Jesus loves you, beloved. And so do I have a blessed day. Remember today is going to be a great day. Today, you're going to have a great day. Amen, amen.